members of the PHFFL, Commish Conlon here, coming at you live on another episode of the Race to Three podcast. Wild Card Weekend is in the rearview mirror, and we got a couple of co-hosts tonight, all probably in different headspaces. I know last weekend wasn't so kind to me, but it was much kinder to both of the co-hosts I have. First one I'll introduce here, at least I believe he's on the line is none other than the owner and GM of Country Roads, Take Mahomes, Ben the Statman Nielsen. Ben Nielsen, how we doing? Can you hear me all right? Based based on the no response, I'm, I'm going to take that as a negative. We'll, we'll, we'll move over to the next co-host here first. Dan, the man, owner and GM, the guy that broke my heart last week. Centers like me, Dan Kirkpatrick. Dan, you hear me all right? I can hear you just fine. Can you hear me? I can hear you loud and clear. We'll see you off. We just have to get your opponent of the week audio in here, and then we'll be rocking and rolling. How's your broken heart? Is it healed? I'm here. Oh, and Ben Ben is here. My broken heart is, you know what, just because you had to bring it up, it's time. Fuck it. Time to just get right into tradition. I don't even know if you can hear this thing, but the only thing I can heal a broken heart are going to be these bad boys. So a little bit of beer skis, crack this here. Um, looks like Ben's loaded up. Ben, what are you loaded up with? I've got the Line of Kugels Toasted Back. Oh, that, mm. sounds, that sounds nice. It's um, t- tasty winter beer. Tasty winter beer. Danica, it looked like you had something loaded up and we had you on the screen a little bit ago. What'd you have? Or what I, do you have? I got the Sam Adams Black Lager. Oh, how's that? Not too bad. Okay, a little there, different. All right. Um, is it, would you rate it poundable? Mm, you could have a couple, you could pound a couple, then you'd probably pound get sick. Okay. Pretty heavy. <laughs> Pretty heavy. All right. I'm rocking the old fistmas. Um, let's see. I don't know what kind of ale it is. And I'm dealing with that frozen garage issue. A revolution brewing is who makes it. It's a red ale with ginger and orange peel, baby. Let's give it a try on your size. Hmm. Not too bad, other than it's more like a beer slushy right now. Pretty cold, pretty cold. <laughs> oh, boys, happy holidays to you, first and foremost. Congratulations to both of you guys to make it to the semifinals of the greatest fantasy football league known to man, Powerhouse Fantasy Football League. How does that feel? Does that put a little extra, little extra uh, something exciting in the stocking for both of you guys on this holiday season? Damn right. I think this is the, the farthest I've ever been in the playoffs in the old PHFFL. So I'm I'm pretty pumped up. Looking forward yeah. to uh, getting the gift of another W on Christmas. Oh. I was, I was right. curious to hear uh, Dan's thoughts there. I find myself here pretty frequently. So uh, <laughs> my seat's nice and warm. He had two complete spots. Is this really the farthest ever made it, Dan? Semifinals. I think so. Seems like I usually get kicked out in the first round if I make oh. it. Wow, that is that is uh that is wild. Well, I suppose we'll have plenty of time to get into all that. I'm trying to think if there's any housekeeping items. Only housekeeping items, I guess. I'll say we have everyone this week is playing for something. So um, if you're a freaking loser like myself and Malk Daddy that got beat last week. We're playing for a whopping $10, so sixth place gets 50 Fifth place winner, this will get 60 bucks. Everyone's playing for something. You guys are obviously playing to get into the championship. And then you got the real losers down in the loser's bracket. At this point in time, everyone's either playing A, not to be the paper bag winner, or B, to go out there and get that first overall pick. Um, do either of you two, speaking of the first overall pick in the losers down in the loser's bracket, Either of you two got uh, people's draft equity that, that are playing for the first? I know, like, last year, Ben, you were playing for the championship and you had someone playing the toilet bowl for you. almost pulled off the championship and the first overall pick, and you guys got that going this year. I, I do not. I don't either. I think I'm just down to uh, my first pick. The other two I traded. All right, trade them out. All right, with that, I don't think I have any other – Housekeeping items. While my beer goes, I also did make a little hot apple cider here. We'll drop a drop a little bourbon in there, and we'll let that warm up the soul and warm up the heart. See if you can't bring me back up to speed here. So we'll go ahead. We'll kick off with a little bit of transaction corner. 
I don't know how much there's going to be to cover in trans- transaction corner. We'll try to just bring what's relevant, uh, maybe to this week's slates of games. Dan, you're kind of operating blind here since you can't see the screen, so we'll, we'll, we'll try to try to carry you through this. Um, but the first one, first up here, we have a little honk if you're hard man. Nate the Great, he's still out here grinding. Um, he's picking himself up. Zach Moss, who does become very fantasy, well, potentially fantasy relevant, I guess I should say, with the high ankle sprain, Jonathan Taylor putting him out. For the season, um, last week against the Vikings, we got to talk about that. 21, 24 carries, hell of a lot of work, not a hell of a lot of efficiency, though. Only 81 yards, 3.4 yards pop. Um, I guess we'll start here, guys, um, just real quick. Zach Moss coming up. He has the Chargers, which is good, good matchup to have against. And then the Giants, any chance that Zach Moss is playoff relevant down or re- fantasy relevant down the stretch here, trying to help uh, honk your hard man get the first overall pick? Uh, he could. I mean, if he if he can get in the end zone, I think uh, Deion Jackson will probably be the better pickup. And I know he's later in this transaction corner, but uh, seems like he gets a lot of a lot of catches. So I don't know. There's a chance if old Zach Moss can hit pay dirt, he might be a, yeah. might help out old uh, Honk if you're hard man. What are they? Are they rolling out Big Dick Nick this week? Is that what I saw? The yep. Colts. Yep. Right. Could be a lot of checkdowns. Yeah, be a lot of checkdowns. Now I gotta ask the huge comeback, the greatest comeback in NFL history last weekend. Did did your boys tune into that? Did, did you see any of it? Yeah. Any money in that, Ben? I know you no, always got, a... got some parlays <laughs> and stuff going. Did you have any in games on that? I, I did not. I was a little disappointed. I tried to get some on the uh, bikes money line, but it kept locking up on me. So, oh, wasn't able to get it in. Like, what? What point were you trying to place these money line bets? Like, <laughs> it when was, when it, it was like, halftime, or when the comeback was kind of already underway? It was still first half. Um, oh, wow. They might have been down like twenty-one or something. Uh, I think it was like plus seven hundred. But obviously, I think it got quite a bit higher than that. Yeah, my. Uh... Because you bring it up, really my first time ever really getting burned. I've been burned pretty much ever since. In the sports betting world, a few years back where I think uh, the Vikings were like a 16, 17 and a half point home favorite against the Buffalo Bills. The Bills sucked at that time. And I think this was like pre-Josh Allen and all that kind of shit. And uh, the Bills just kept big and a bigger, bigger lead. And I kept telling myself, oh, the Vikings will make a comeback. They never did make a comeback. So I didn't touch it at all this last weekend here. So... Um, let's say, let's put yourselves in a fantasy type situation. Let's say this would be a perfect week, right? Like all the games are on Saturday. So let's say you're going into the Sunday. There's only three games left. Let's say you're up a hundred points. The other person only has two players. You're going feeling, how, how, how would that feel? How would you mentally recover if you just let a, a hundred point comeback, come back on Sunday of this weekend? It's one of those things where I think you got to just, you know, hang up the fantasy cleats at that point, you know, just weren't cut out for that world. Um, you know, I, it's one thing if you lose, you know, a, a tight game where, you know, you maybe each had a player going, you know, that last game of the weekend or something. But, yeah, if you lose to two, you know, two guys combined for 100 points, that's two pretty historic performances. So you lose to that, I think your, your luck's just uh, not in your favor. Yeah, you're, you're yeah. shit out of luck at that point. Couldn't agree more there. Uh, let's keep on moving and grooving here. It looks like here we have uh, one of the people in this matchup, one of my co-hosts of the evening, Dan. He's picking up himself, Gardner Minshew, dropping uh, Ben's Packers, dropping his defense, picking up Gardner Minshew. Dan, um, the unfortunate of... Jalen Hurts. What? What even is it? Is it a sprain shoulder, hurt shoulder, something like that? Um, yeah, I think they're calling it a sprain. Whatever that is, it's probably a little sore. Um, do you at this point? I mean, you've ridden. Jalen has been the man for you right now. What's the headspace? Is is Gardner your guy? Then you're picking up Gardner Minshew. Everyone knows him as the uh, porn star looking dude that has, has a stash and all that kind of stuff. Played for the Jacksonville Jaguars there to start his career. Now with the Eagles, tell me what your headspace is. Is that who is that who's rolling out and starting for the centers like me this weekend? 
there is a pretty good chance he's going to be starting for the old squad this week. Um, I, I mean, he's proven at Jacksonville that, you know, he can put up some numbers and he didn't win many games, but I don't care about that in fantasy. Yeah, um, that's right. I just like the Eagles' weapons and their offense in general. Jared Goff, he's been pretty solid, but he can be a little streaky as well. But it is a little nerve-wracking throwing out uh, Minshew when he hasn't had any snaps this year. So, I don't know. We'll, it'll be a game-time decision. All right. Um, ben, thoughts on Tension going up against Minshew Madness here in the semis? You know, I, I agree. He, he could put up those fantasy numbers and, you know, obviously has the weapons to do so, but – you know, it's going to be a big division game for him. Cowboys going to come out firing, I think. So, um, doesn't give me quite as much heartburn as a matchup with Hurts might have. Yep, that, that's that's fair. That's fair. We'll get into all that. Plenty more here. We'll keep going through transaction corners, see if there's anything that's relevant. Looks like Mouth Daddy, he's out of playoffs. He's in full, just cutting people and picking up lottery, lottery tickets for for next year, I don't think I'll spend much time on any of, any of his pickups. It looks like we had Noah Fant get picked up by him. It's looking like we had Jalen Tolbert, wide receiver of the Cowboys, get picked up by him. Vilas Jones Jr. of Chicago Bears, wide receiver. Dan, what do you know about that guy? He worth fuck? Trash. He is dog shit. <laughs> can't catch Just... a ball. Can't hold on to the ball. Get rid of him, Malcolm. Wow, there you go, Mount Daddy. Dan the Man does not like your pickup. That looks like the last relevant pickup really for this week was once again, centers like me. Um, we'll get into that when we get into the matchup here because that's actually impacting and making an impact right now as this Thursday night football game goes on against Jets versus Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, ben, did you have any anybody you were out there trying to claim that got swept up from underneath you this week, or are you just pretty well set with the squad and didn't need to need any of this trash off or fodder off the way? <laughs> yeah, I, I had a claim on uh, one of these running backs out here, uh, Mr. Zach Moss, but um, really wasn't that you know heartbroken when I didn't get him. Was just more looking to. Give up a guy on my bench that really wasn't going to be relevant for the squad and pick up somebody that might help you if there's an injury or something. All right, that's, that's fair enough. I mean, with that, that's from Jackson Corner. We'll wrap that up, shut it down, and it will be time. Red mail come in. I'm not going to address that mail bag, but maybe we'll still get into a little bit of mail time. Uh, Dan, I'm going to put you on the spot. Can you give me a little, like, just uh, live mailbag drop, however however you think you would want to introduce the mailbag segment? Oh, God, I, I love your Blue's Clues little song. I think you just need to keep going with that. Okay. Here's the mail that never fails and makes me want to wag my tail. Mail! That's pretty good. All right. Beautiful. Um, we're going to do a little rapid fire. It's the holiday season. We need to know everything about these two, Ben, Dan, uh, let's go just a little rapid fire here. Favorite Christmas song? Oof. I'd have to go with All I Want for Christmas, Mariah Carey. Wow. All right. All I Want for Christmas, Mariah Carey. Mine would be um, Baby Please Come Home or Christmas by Darlene Love. That's a classic song. Dan? Shit, I don't know. Mariah Carey's hot. Um, I, yeah. I guess I'll go with that one. I can't think of one right now. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, you know, I mean, like Frosty, Snowman, Rudolph, Red Nose Reindeer, the classics, nothing? No. No. It's got to be Mariah. <laughs> All right. Mariah Carey. Um, let's say. We got ourselves a great here. Yeah. Uh, I'd have to say just, a, you know, a classic, nice, uh, you know, holiday-shaped frosted cookie. Okay, standard sugar cookie type thing. Yep. Yep. Okay. Okay, Dan, do you have a do you have a favorite Christmas cookie? I think mine's a, a molasses cookie. Oh. Hmm. You ever had that? Um, I don't know. I'm gonna Google here. Molasses cookie. Couldn't even what? tell you what all is in it, but the old lady buys them from uh, Trader Joe's. Are pretty tasty. Oh, all right. Yeah, Claire always seems to pick up shit from Trader Joe's this time of year. From there. Wow, is it a, all right, the old molasses cookies. Mine would be 
I don't even know if they really qualify as a cookie, but I love them. It's uh, maybe it's a poor man's cookie. It's two Ritz, Ritz crackers that have peanut butter put in them. And they're squished together to make like a sandwich, and then those get dipped in some uh, melted chocolate. Then you let chocolate solidify back on it. Put a little nice little Christmas sprinkle on there. Boy, I can probably pound about three, four, five, six of those, no doubt about it. Um, let's go. I already know the answer for one of these contestants on here. Let's say favorite Christmas movie. Dan, let's start with you. We'll put you on the spot. It's your favorite Christmas movie. Uh, Christmas Vacation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's probably mine, too. They're just the standard basic, basic answer. Have you watched it yet this season? Yeah, we watched it a couple times. Never gets old. No, it does not. Ben? You know, I I think most folks are aware I'm a big fan of Jingle All the Way. uh, (laughs) Have we watched Jingle All the Way yet? You know, I haven't yet. I haven't seen it on TV yet this season. Um, Watched, you know, Elf a handful of times. That's always a classic that we enjoy. Uh, Elf Elf is good. Um, I'm probably with Dan. Um, I'll say maybe a few non-traditional ones. Have either of you guys seen The Night Before with Seth Rogen? I don't think so. Okay, I would recommend recommend giving that one a watch. What about Office Christmas Party? Uh, I don't think so. Trying to, I don't yeah. even. Jason Bateman, I think, is in Office Christmas Party. I can't. Think I think I think I have seen that one. Yeah, give give those about. both a watch. They're they're pretty damn pretty classic. Let me ask, on Christmas Day, you guys in or out on um, a Christmas story, the 24 hours of a Christmas story? I'm out. I've, I've watched that freaking movie about 100 times. I can't do it anymore. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Out on it. I was going to say, you know, I'm probably out too. You know, I'm more of a football on some football. Maybe even the one day a year I might watch an NBA game here and there, but um, yeah, especially this year, we got a big Christmas Day NFL game. So, yeah, that's right, baby. Bucks playing, Bucks playing at night, prime time. Get excited for it. Going to be a hell, hell of a game. So get excited. All right, we'll <laughs> shut that down with the old. Let's do this. One final question. What's on? What's on the old top of the list for from old Santa Claus from old State Nick this season? Mine's already been fucking gone. I've wanted this PHFL championship, and all I got was cold this year, so fuck them. <laughs> I don't know. Um, this is going to sound maybe a little girly, but uh, I wanted a pair of Lululemon sweatpants. Whoa, <laughs> Lululemon sweatpants. Yeah. Um, that's, not, that's not girly at all. That's just a man that enjoys comfort, you know. <laughs> It's true. They are the most comfortable <laughs> things in the world. Really? Yeah. Worth the money. Don't knock it till you try it, Taylor. Well, um, no, I mean, I just, I just, I don't know. It's what, what makes them so comfortable? What are they made of? I, like clouds. I don't yeah. know. Clouds? It feels Inge- like they're not riding on clouds or what? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're just phenomenal. Hmm. You have to get yourself a pair. All right, pair Lulu's. Well, maybe if I would have won the uh, won the championship, I'd have three hundred seventy bucks. I could have bought myself a pair. Uh, you guys have the ability to do that yet, so I can't. I'll just <laughs> schmuck around and probably some just Amazon Choice sweatpants. It's probably what I'll have to wear now. <laughs> ben, what's on your Christmas list? Uh, you know, I think I might actually have a pair of those myself out there, but uh, you know, wow. the, what I what I really want like under really the tree already wrapped. What do you mean? Or that's just on the list. No, like, no, can no, you put on, on the, the list, list. Of Santa. Okay, on the list, yeah. Um, but you know what I re- what I really want deep down is just you know that second of this series PHFFL championships. Um, you know, really really put the heat on, get that third next year, and get that much desired redraft for everyone out there. Wow, wow, yeah, that would definitely be putting the, the heat on. You just saying that, I think maybe I might be a biased biased host here for the rest of the show no doubt about it but all right with that that is transaction core i guess i gotta tell you guys what i want for christmas i don't want anything now i just want next season to be here really i want the buccaneers to stop sucking ass that's what i want I want tampa bay win the next three games above 500 get the playoffs go on go on a go on a super bowl run is that that much that for i don't think it's that crazy nfc is pretty weak that could happen so Maybe the, maybe the old St. Nick will give me that, give me that instead. So with that, 
let's go ahead and get into the meat of tonight's show. And as always, the meat of tonight's show is brought to you by the premier amateur barbecue circuit team on the barbecue circuit going, TNT Barbecue Baby. And what will we be bringing you tonight for tonight's meat of tonight's show? Either you two guys got anything that like you have traditionally on, on for holiday dinner, for Christmas specifically? Uh, usually yeah, the, well, my, my dad's house will do a, a prime rib typically. That's a big, big fan favorite there. Wow, prime rib. That sounds damn good, Dan. Sounds really good. Usually we just stick with the old, the old ham and mashed potatoes and, you know, kind of like a Thanksgiving meal. Gets old pretty quick. <laughs> don't, don't sound so excited for it. Well, okay, no. there we go. So that, what we're going to bring to you guys then is going to be a holiday prime rib and a holiday ham, baby. We'll put them both out there for you. Um, sounds like a hell of a meal. I hope everybody gets to fill up their plates for this holiday season. And if you're lucky enough, you'll get to fill up your plate with some TNT barbecue smoked prime rib or some barbecue smoked smoked ham, baby. And with that, it is time to get into the actual meat night show. And you know what we already got for you. We're going to take a look back at Wild Card Weekend as much as I don't want to. I really, really don't want to. I don't have a, I don't have fastest three minutes here prepped up. So we'll go through this very, very quickly and we'll take a look ahead. Really, we'll spend our time on the semifinals matchup. So we'll really spend it on the matchup that we have the two owners here and bring it everything you guys need to know about that. So with that, let's go ahead. Let's unwrap it, get back into Wild Card Weekend, playoff round one. Um, let's start with this. Ben, you didn't even have to sweat it last week, nor did Alex. Ben, how did that feel last week, just knowing you had – you couldn't lose last week. You, you came into the week knowing you were coming out of it 1-0. Yeah, it, it was it was a good feeling, a little bittersweet, because I think even you know that I was playing Mr. Pye – um, I think my team would have beat just about any other team last week as well. So, yeah, looks you know, down been... here, it still says you threw up 153 points, and I don't see anybody higher than 153 points in here last week, so that's got to make you feel good. Yeah, you know, I hope I just didn't uh, use my good week, you know, a week too early. So. Yeah, yeah, that would suck. Yeah, that feel good. So we had Ben on a bye, Jason Greatness on the bye. We'll start here at the bottom of the ladder. We had Sam Harvey, somebody called the doctor, going up against Ha Hungry and Ha Ha Harris, Quinner's team. Uh, no surprise here, Harv's team got swalloped. Looks like Quinner's had Trevor Lawrence lead them to a 38-point quarterback outing. That took them to victory. This point, guys, if you got to say, so Harv's done dead. He can't get the first overall pick. He's locked in on the second overall pick. Got any words of encouragement for Harv here now. I think he's been hoping for the past couple seasons that a redraft was coming and just keeps getting kicked further and further and further down the road. What what can you tell him? Like, hey, Harv, when you put in these sixty bucks next year, this is this is why. This is what's going to be positive for you. He's got a couple nice little pieces. I mean, he's got Dak. He's solid. Um, but then he's got some rookies there. Rashad White. He's got Trey yeah. Burks. He's got yeah. uh, Drake London. I mean. If Tennessee and Atlanta can get a quarterback to give him the ball, he'd be in pretty good shape. Yeah, there, there you go. That, that, that's, that is true. And the reality, the crazy reality, and no, I'm sorry, Harvard, it seems like I'm always dogging your team. Crazy reality is this team was in the playoffs just last year. So, Really? Yeah, I'm <laughs> almost positive it was, which is hard to believe. Um Ben, you got anything you, you would add on to, to, to Dan's word of encouragement? Like, hey, you got some nice young nucleus. You got another second second overall pick. I don't know what else he maybe has for draft equity this, this next year. I mean, what are you telling him? You know, I think you just got to keep keep managing their roster actively. You know, you got a couple guys on IR out here. You know, make sure you're using those slots. Pick up some, some lottery tickets that might pan out next season. You never know what might happen. Yeah, no, no doubt about it. Um, and with that said, you can probably go ahead and cut ties with Zach Pascal. I don't know what the fuck he's doing on your squad, but go ahead and cut, cut some of these freeloathers here. Um, then we had in the middle of it, these guys, 
it was if you win, you still had a chance. You were going on to compete for the first overall pick. You're losing this one. Your chances of getting the first overall pick are dashed, just like the last matchup. We had Nate the Great Honk, if you're hard, man, going up against Jacobs, the unperforming show me where you shit from. Unfortunately, Jacob got another shitter put in his face this last week, and he finishes his season with a L. Um, just really wasn't a great week. Five points, 111 to 106. I mean, those are the kind of scores you expect down here in Losersville. Um, let's just say this. We got Honk of your hard man. He's still alive to do this thing. He had Danny Dimes going. He had Zeke Elliott going. He had Dare Agugumblau Ballway going. He's got Deontay Johnson. Zay Jones has been popping off for him. 35 points from Zay Jones. DJ Moore, he's rolling out there. Um, does Honk, if you're hard, man, Nate's great. Does he have a chance to go capture that first overall pick? I'd say so. I mean, I think, you know, if he can find another running back to throw in that second running back slot there, uh, you know, I, I think this could be a, you know, potential team that might make some noise up there. You know, the one thing that worries me, got a little bit of, uh, um, advanced, uh, scouting here, I guess you could say, but I don't believe Zay Jones had a catch in the first half of this game that we're recording during. So, um, probably not what, uh, old Nate daddy wanted to see out of him. No, def- definitely not. That's unfortunate. It is good, you know, you see you got Jeff Wilson, maybe he could end up filling that second half back. I think he's supposed to be back healthy, ready to go, or at least they were saying he was close to going just last week. Um, Dan, any, any words for, for Nate the Great here as he goes to try to win, win the toilet bowl, get the first overall pick? Yeah, uh, yeah, I think he's got a chance, like you just brought up Jeff Wilson. Um, he should be back. And then Conklin, that's kind of a bummer having Zach Wilson tossing him the ball, but uh... – you know, just just keep trying out there, Nate. Yeah, fucking <laughs> Zach Little Willie Wilson. That guy is the worst. He fucking just destroyed DJ. Can't stand that guy. Um, with that, then we get into the cream of the crap anyway. So here was our fringe teams, teams that couldn't quite make it in the playoffs. They were playing this first round. Even if they lost in this one, they essentially had a buy in here despite actually playing. So both these teams still have a chance to win here. We had old Nick Lauterbaugh's Dirty Van Super Punters. He threw up a big, big week. You know, he's always capable of doing that when he's got Josh Allen and Justin Jefferson on his roster, and they both boomed in a big way last weekend. Uh, He threw up 142 points. But, damn, old Tom, he put up a hell of a fight, throwing up 138.8 points. And his was just much more consistent. George Kittle scoring 25, Henry getting 26. Really, Miles Sanders, that's tough. Miles Sanders only scoring 1.9 points because I had to fucking run it in with Jalen Hurts every goddamn time. Really sank the ship here. Yeah, buddy. You look at these two rosters. These are rosters all of a sudden. You look at guys like, we'll just run down Knicks here quick. We got Josh Allen, David Montgomery, Cordero Patterson, Amon Ron St. Brown, Justin Jefferson, uh, Greg Dolchich, and Chigo Zoms. I don't know how the fuck to say this guy with the Tennessee Titan. <laughs> Tight end that's kind of been popping off here. Then on the Tomcats, you got Geno Smith, Miles San- Sanders, Derrick Henry, Tyler Lockett, unfortunately now hurt, C.D. Lamb, George Kill, James Connors. And it seems like these are teams that are chocked full with having a good chance of going and adding a first overall pick to these lineups. Um, do you have a favorite out of, out of these two teams to get it done? You know, I, I think for me, I, I think the Tomcats, you know, looking at that roster, a little bit more complete maybe than uh, – the Dirty Man Super Punters, you know, it's been a while since we've seen anybody start the dual tight ends uh, in the three. I think, you know, Alex Vitsum back in the, the Patriots tight end days was the last that I can recall frequently doing it. So, you know, I think Tom's just got a stronger top-to-bottom roster that hopefully will regress a little bit more towards the mean for him. Yeah, um, I, I, hear, I hear you there. Definitely more well-rounded roster. Dan, what about you? If you had to go into your DraftKings app, place some chips on these guys, which one of them would you place it to be rain keying of the toilet bowl? Yeah, I think I'd be uh, betting the farm on Tom, like Ben said. Um, just a more complete roster. Um, Nick's team isn't bad, but he really banks on Josh Allen and Justin Jefferson to get those huge points, um, and that's just not going to be consistent week in and week out. Yeah, for for sure, really. 
it's crazy though when they both go and those two do hit more often than not right his team is a pretty tough team to beat no doubt about it be interesting to see good luck to both i don't even think tom owns his own first overall pick though so i don't know how much his heart probably really is even in it um nick i think does i don't really know or no i had that at one point then i traded it away Okay, so honestly, Nate the Great might hold both these guys' picks. Yeah. I don't know that for sure, but he uh, yeah, holds at least one of them. Because I know, I think I had the Tomcats as part of my trade for Nick Chubb, and then he holds his own. So Nate's got to be sitting in a good spot to go capture that first overall pick, uh, I would imagine. So, all right, enough with the bottom feeders. It's time to get into where the real action was in wild card week and the people that were in the bronze land, people that are playing for the trophy, playing for that 370 bucks and playing for a notch on their belt. First matchup. We'll get in here. This looked like a matchup that should have been down in Losersville. We had Mount daddy's the defending champ. No more. The revenge tour going up against Chadillac CT's Jerry's kids. who wants nothing more than for everyone to just put a little bit more respect on his name and recognize his achievements as an owner and GM in the PHFFL. Um, this one boys is really just a shit show here. So Chadillac, he wins this thing by 20 points. He did that by only putting up 115. So Mount daddy only scored 84 Brutal for him, losing Jonathan Taylor on his first carry of the day in a good matchup. Not a lot you can do about that. Devontae Adams also had a very, very quiet week for him, unfortunately. Mark Andrews has not been the same Mark Andrews for even really when Lamar was healthy. But with Lamar out, Mark Andrews has taken a step back. Um, Just really unfortunate that on the flip side, Chadillac CT had Joe Burrow go off against the Bucs in the second half, pretty much just in that third quarter for 35 points. And Dalvin Cook ripped, ripped off a long touchdown there to help in that comeback, put 27. Um, let, let, let's just do this. Words, I mean, thoughts on thoughts on the defending champ going down. Let's just start there to, to, to kick this whole thing off. You know, I, th- I think in you know, my mind, he's probably been the most unlucky owner in terms of injuries. Um, you know, last year, I think he had, what, like, ETN get injured. Um, you know, he's had Cam Akers for a while. You know, obviously Lamar Jackson's been out in the last couple of weeks. Um, you know, Jonathan Taylor, he just hasn't had a good, you know, healthy rounded out squad for a while. And um, kind of just got bit by the injury bug a little harder than most. Yeah. The reality of it, a lot of times, that's what it comes down to is just who squad can stay healthy through it when you have the horses. Dan, what do you, what do you got? Any words you want to say about Daddy? Um, I'll give him credit. I mean, he went out there and he he was trading his ass off to uh, to repeat this year, getting Devontae, um, you know, there before the trade deadline. Um, but he kind of hurt himself because he's he's struggling in that flex spot. Yeah. But next yeah, year, yeah, Chris Moore, that ain't pretty. Let me let me ask this. So, I mean, obviously Cooper Cup, he was out. I mean, like I said, there was a lot of injuries here. Cooper Cup was out. Dennis Williams, so promising young wide receiver. Lamar Jackson's back. Um, Cam Akers, I think, is washed. Taylor, he'll bounce back. Travis Etienne, I think, is a solid player. Devontae Evans, I mean, they're kind of getting up there both in age, right? Um, thoughts on this team coming in coming in next year? Where, where do you think they'll be coming in in the power rankings? Cooper Cup's going to be another year older. Fence Stafford's coming in, another year older, banked up. You putting this team as a, as a top four, five, six team coming in next year? Yeah, I think I had top four in mind. I think he'll be solid yeah. again next year. I, I'd agree. You know, the, the running back position should be essentially set for him for a while. Um, with those two, you know, he might need a little bit more depth. But, you know, I think those receivers, you know, they'll be good for another couple of years, but probably need to build a little bit more depth beyond, like, Jamison Williams there to kind of keep him going forward. Yeah, no no doubt about it. I agree. You know, he's going to go out there and wheel and deal and make some stuff happen. We'll hold on Chad's squad because we'll be talking about that here very, very soon. So we'll go into the final matchup that I would love to just glaze over. We had my squad, the boys of fall, going up against my co-host of the evening. Dan, sinners like me, hard-fought battle here. Dan pulls off the W. 
came down to the wire of the three o'clock wave of games on Sunday, 130 to 128 is where we set finished all said and done. Um, Dan, where were you from an emotional headspace last Sunday afternoon? Um, I was in a bad spot there um, for a long time, especially when Austin Eckler went out of the game for a little bit and told yeah. myself, well, don't need to watch this score anymore. I'm done. And seeing Pat Firemuth in the noon game, not even get a fucking target. That's tough. tough. But yeah, there towards the end that that uh, Bengals Bucks game, I was sweating bullets. You just needed one catch from your boy Chris Godwin. Yeah, and so they all went to fucking Russell Gage instead. What do you do? What do you do? That and it did not help that Jalen Hurts ran for three fucking rushing touchdowns. So it kind of blew my mind not to just rehash my old, old wounds. I was semi over this on Tuesday. Now I think I'm back at it. So let's see here. Um, Jalen Hurts' line was 60% passing completions, 315 yards in the air. Justin Herbert was, let's open him up. He was a 66% passing completions, 313 yards in the air. Also, no passing touchdowns through two interceptions, just like Jalen Hurts. The big fucking difference here is Justin Herbert finished with 12 fancy points. Jalen Hurts finished with 38 fancy points, 61 rushing yards, and three tutties on the ground. You always have to like having that sitting in your quarterback one slot to roll out there for sure. Oh, I love it. I love it. And I'm glad uh, – well, I shouldn't say I'm glad, but it's my shitty Bears, so I knew he was going to put a big number against you. Yeah, you did. You were saying that all week. Well, end of the day, the better team came out on top as much as it kills me to say that. And sinners like me progresses into the semifinals of the PHFFL. And that is where we are going to take this ship is into the semifinals and a look ahead of the games to come and predict some winners. Um, this bottom matchup, somebody call, call the deck and show me where you ship from. It doesn't matter. We're not going to spend any time on that. So we'll just quickly go over these two matchups in the Constellation Ladder. So we'll start with Hot Hungry and Ha Ha Harris going up against the Tomcats. We have the Tomcats are projected to win, I believe that said, 116. Ah, you get these goddamn ads. Hold on here. That means I clicked the wrong button. Like maybe matchup or is box score I got clicked? Try box score. There we go. The box score it is. So we have the Tomcats projected projected to win by 15 points, 116 points. The Hot Hungry and Ha Ha Harris is 101 points. Um, I'll let you boys go ahead, take it away. Who, who do you guys think's gonna gonna win this? I think, at least in my eyes, there there's a pretty clear winner here. Keep in mind, Quinn has his flex going tonight. The Running back, Zonovan Knight for the Jets going. That's kind of had a shitty night thus far, only 2.8 points. We have a bit of a cheat code in helping us predict this matchup. Um, but what do you guys think of this matchup? Yeah, I think we already touched on this a bit. You know, I think the Tomcats, stronger team, you know, had some some pretty solid matchups out here. You know, Derrick Henry against the Texans. You know, Geno Smith and Lockett against the Chiefs and what could potentially become a bit of a shootout to a degree. So, um, for me, I think Tomcats should pretty easily win this. Yeah, agreed. Dan, I don't know if you can see the thing and fall around. Any thoughts? Yep, I got it up. Uh, yeah, I think Tomcats will win this one easy. They'll probably, they'll probably cover here. Gabe Davis for Quinn and um, Thielen. They, they, they can be so streaky. You just never know what's going to come out of them. But I think Tom wins this one pretty easy. There you go. Quinners, prove us wrong. Prove us wrong. That's unanimous going against you. And then on the other side of this bracket, you have Nate the Great, Onk of your hard man, going up against that dirty van super punters. This one's projected to be 119 points of the dirty van super punters to 105 points. Every fucking time I get this ad, um, I know Dan can't see this. Ben, uh, did you see that guy with the old tiger face on this ad right now? I sure do. 
Yeah, it's, I just picture uh, the owner and GM of the Tomcats. I just picture him putting that face paint on every every Sunday. Tommy P cheering, cheering on his squad. You know, you know, maybe if he uh, you know finishes bottom couple in the league, we can get him that painted up for uh, the old football game this upcoming summer. Yeah, that'd be good. That would be great. That'd be really good. You see old Tom with a uh, little cat face paint on. Oh, it's well, this is the wrong match. Hold on here. All right, so open this here. Oh, we've already talked about this matchup. I'm a little fucked up here. Here we go. Honk if you're hard man, dirty van, super punters. So, honk if you're hard man has a Jets D going right now. So, we got nine points. Uh, ben did give some pre scouting. Zay Jones is also sitting with still a goose egg there in his wide receiver two spot. Looking back through here on the other side, dirty van, super punters. Josh Allen gets the Bears. Josh Allen going to light up the Bears this weekend. Dan? Yeah, he'll probably go for 60. <laughs> Justin Jefferson, he'll probably light up the Giants. Um, I like Amon Ra a lot. I think the old dirty band Super Punters puts up a big number this week. All right. So you project both those guys to blow up. And I'm uh, kind of surprised he's still rolling with this two tight end set that he has going here, but I guess I don't know, Ben, if you're him, is there anyone you would pivot to in the flex otherwise that's on his roster currently? You know, I was looking at that earlier, and frankly, there's really not much else out there unless he wanted to, you know, try a Kareem Hunt, you know, in a game that's supposed to have pretty bad weather, and um, hope that maybe he gets a few carries, but yeah, I mean, there's not any great options for that flex. No, for, for sure. Yeah, Kareem Hunt would maybe be your own. I guess Chris Samuel could consider pivoting to. Not a great matchup, but Kareem Hunt, yeah. And I know uh, Nick Chubb was banged up some of this week. I think he's all systems go, but who knows? Maybe Kareem Hunt gets a little bit more work there. On the other side, if Nate the Great's going to win this thing, let's start with you, Dan. Um, who's gonna, why is he going to win? Like, Who's going to be the player you look back on this and be like, ah, he went toe-to-toe with Josh and Justin this week? I think it's going to be probably the two running – well, probably Zach Moss. He'll have to hit some pay dirt um, if he gets carries like he did last week and some decent yardage. And then um, Deontay Johnson, if um, – I don't even know who the quarterback is. Just Trubisky playing this week. But if he can hey, put I up another, another game like the last couple games, I would say I would say he's got a pretty okay chance to compete. Yeah, um, that's a great question. I have no idea what the status of the quarterback there is in Steeler Nation. You know, Ben? I'm not sure. You know, I, I think I saw somewhere that uh, this is probably the worst weather weekend that we've had in the last, you know, eight, nine years or so of, of the NFL. So I think there's going to be some rough games. Everything we're getting last night, tonight, that's all going to be. It's all going to be there by Saturday, Sunday for all these games, for all these games out east. So it will be interesting for sure. Is anyone not going with Dirty Van Super Punters in this matchup? You know, I might have had a different pick if I wasn't watching this game right now. Uh, I thought Zay Jones could do something. But, yeah, I think it's got to be the Dirty Van Super Punters. Yeah, then I'll – I'll just go ahead. I'll be in your court, Nate the Great. I'm going to say honk if you're hard man's honking his horn hard this weekend, baby. He's going to get the W. He's going to be in the toilet bowl. Uh, let's get into the playoffs. We're not going to cover me and Malk Daddy of the fifth and sixth. There's no reason. We'll start with Jerry's kids versus Chasing Greatness. Chasing Greatness, our second seed, 130 points projected to Jerry's kids. CT's 100. And 22 points. Both these guys looking for their chance to punch their ticket to the PHFFL promised land and have a chance to win and hold up that trophy. Um, a week off for Alex is probably a good thing because you didn't have Kyle Murray last week. Andre Stevenson, although banged up, did come back and popped off in a big way. But at least, you know, now you have that confidence of his, of his injury and you can roll him in there. Chadillac CT on the other end. Really, it's all systems go. I think his biggest decision he probably had to make, and he already made it, was the decision of whether he was going to start Joe Burrow. Or I guess maybe he could still pivot here. If he was going to start Joe Burrow, if he was going to start Justin Fields. Currently right now, he's rolling Justin Fields against the Buffalo 
Bills. What do you guys think? Who? Let's start with this. Who do you guys? How do you think this matchup's going to play out? And then who? Let's assume you guys both think you're going to win your matchup. Who do you want to see in the championship matchup next week? Maybe give them a little, uh, give them a little locker room material early. You know, looking at this matchup, um, you know, it's it's interesting because you know both quarterbacks for these two teams have some pretty rough matchups this week. Um, you know, Russell Wilson's just been dog shit all year, but um, you know, yes, Justin yes. Fields going against Buffalo is not going to be. Um, an ideal situation there, but, um, you know, I actually think, you know, I think Jerry's kids are going to pull this out. Um, and that's frankly, actually probably who I'd rather face, uh, which kind of sounds counterintuitive, but, um, you know, looking at Alex's team, you know, Jamar Chase against the Patriots, you know, Bill Belichick's notorious for setting, shutting down, you know, the opposing team's best players. So, um, you know, think that, you know, he may have a down week, um, you know, Josh Jacobs in Pittsburgh could be a cold, you know, weather impacted game. Um, you know, Pittsburgh's got a pretty solid D still, so that's going to be a, a tough one there. Um, same with Terry McLaurin, um, not a great matchup, but um, yeah, I, th- I think Jerry Kids pulled us out and, um, you know, we put a little respect on his name. Wow. Try like CT's grinning from ear to ear right now. He just probably made his Christmas weekend say, say, saying that. Dan, what, what do you think? What are your thoughts? Um, well, I'll start with who I'd rather face. Um, I think I would rather face Al. Um, okay, two different opinions, Al, these owners. Yeah, just the quarterback situation um, is intriguing to me. Um, and I feel like every week he's going to have to tinker with what, what running back he's going to start. And he's due to mess that up one of these times, and it's going to cost him the game. Um, seeing Jamar Chase there, that's a, that's a little scary. But, um, yeah, I don't know. This week, I think I'm going to give it to Jerry's kids. Um, I think Fields, he'll probably run for about 200, um, lose the game by 50. Um, Waddle. I was surprised he didn't start Waddle last week. Um, not yeah, that he needed, that was, but almost quite well. Still, <laughs> extra points would have been uh, would have been nice, I'm sure. But yeah, I think his wide receivers are pretty solid. Cooper. I think if him and Watson can uh, get a little relationship going, um, I think I think Jerry's kids would be sitting pretty good. I think he's going to win this week. So that's two owners. You both you on Jerry's kids. Everyone's piling up against Al here. Um, boy. Yeah, having Russell Wilson losing Colin Murray's tough. Having Russell Wilson there. I'll say this though: the Los Angeles Rams D is not really a defense that uh, gives anyone scare really at this point in time, especially with the fact that Aaron Donald's not going to be out on the field. So maybe it's that going for him. Josh Jacobs, that guy just consistently, even going against Pittsburgh, guy consistently continues to perform. Andre Stevenson against Bengals strikes me like that could be good. So I'm not liking Chase McLaurin and San Fran, whatnot. I'm going to go ahead. We'll make her, make her unanimous, boys. I do think Justin Fields, I think game script's going to require Justin Fields to be be pushing, right? He's going to be he's gonna be throwing. He's going to be doing things with the legs. Um, he's going to have to do some shit to keep up. So I think that helps on that quarterback line item. I think playoff Lenny going up against Cardinals in that dome in there. I think he will actually go up over his 12 points. I think there's a lot of dump offs in that guy's future on Saturday night. I think Dalvin Cook can have a big, big, big game against the New York Giants. I also think old Juju against the Seahawks is up for a big, big game. So we're going to go, I guess. I guess did you you ultimately went with chasing greatness, Dan. I went with Jerry's kids. I'd rather. All right, so I'll rather play chasing greatness. All right, well, we then we're riding unanimous on Jerry's kids going back to the promised land and getting into the championship. I'm sure that'll make them happy as can be to hear that. All right, boys, it's time to get into the premier matchup here. So we have. Country Roads, take Mahomes, 10-4, and four, going up against Sinners Like Me. Sinners Like Me does have 
one person going right now. They strategically had put in the Jaguars defense going against the Jets. And right now it's paying off as they got 12 points. And because of that, they are now projected to win 140 points to 138. Um, Dan, let's give you the floor first. How How, how is this thing going to shake up? What gives you pause? What gives you confidence? Oh, there's a lot of stuff that gives me pause. Uh, we'll start up top. Patrick Mahomes, I mean, he could play the best defense or the worst defense. He's still going to light them up. Um, Aaron Jones seems like the pack. They've been using him like they uh, like they should have been all year, um, getting dump-offs and touchdowns. Um, DK, I thought he would have a down year with Geno Smith. Well, that's not the case. Keenan Allen, fucking Justin Herbert just loves him. Um, and then San Francisco defense against the old Washington Redskins. I can see them putting up a, a big number there. Um, so yeah, all those reasons, they, it scares me a lot. Well, then Darren Waller, him coming back. Ben's back at full force. No, no doubt about it. Ben, what's it feel like having Pat Mahomes on top of that roster? I feel good every every day when it you look, log into that, look at your roster. Does that make smile? You know, it, it feels very good. And knowing that, you know, the alternative to Pat Mahomes a few years ago um, would have been having Evan Ingram on my roster. God damn it. Um, it, <laughs> it, feels, it feels even better. Uh, yeah, well, that was, yeah, as you I can mean, see, with Evan Ingram blown up again tonight, that was a long, you know, that was a long game. I just uh, didn't see that through, so. Yeah, you know, and it's nice, you know, outside of the bye week, you know, you know, barring, God forbid, an injury, you know, never having to worry about that position is um, a luxury that, you know, I'm sure many owners would love to have. Yeah, no doubt about it. Would be nice. Would be nice to have. Um, what about you? When you look at centers like me, what gives you pause? What do you guys really have on the whiteboard? What do you guys have underlined and bold with a few exclamation points there this week? You know, there, there really isn't anything that gives me pause. You know, I think he's got oh. some players over over projected here. Damn. Um, you know, he's got Tyreek going against, you know, one of the best pass defenses in the league, obviously. Um, you know, Diggs, he's been having a couple down weeks here. You know, I think uh, that weather in Chicago might, might uh, affect him a little bit as well. Um you know, Tony Pollard splitting carries still with Zeke. You know, it's hard to really predict who's going to score touchdowns every week there. Um, you know, Jarek McKinnon, I've never been a fan of the Chiefs running backs just because, you know, it's not, it's hard to tell who's going to go off any given week. Um, you know, lately he's been the guy. You know, that could always change. So, um, you know, I think ESPN's got this one wrong. You know, I think Country Road to take Mahomes going to gonna coax right into the championship. Not wow. a chance. You've had too many line and Kugels tonight. <laughs> wow. Calling shots. Well, that brings up a point. Jerry McKinnon, back-to-back weeks of 30-plus points. Is there any tinkering that's going to happen in that flex yet? Is there anyone else you are baiting or putting in there, Dan? There's going to be a lot of tinkering going on. Uh, more than likely, he's not going to be the guy. Uh, wow. Okay. Probably either going to be Devontae Smith or Ben's boy, fucking Christian Watson. Oh, all right. That's, Wouldn't um, that be a bummer, Ben? Christian Watson going off for about 30. You know, this, this is going to be the Alan Lazard week. I already talked to Rodgers. Um, you know, his guy, only guy, I think maybe one or two catches last week. Wants to get him, get him a few more here. Ah. Oh. Um, I mean, don't take my advice. Over here, like a loser, nothing to play for, playing for ten bucks. If it was me, I do think Watson's probably the guy plugging the lineup on the road. It's gotta be nice. I mean, I know you were just saying, Ben, bad weather, one of the worst weather weeks there is. It's gotta be sunny and beautiful down in Miami, don't it? Yeah, well, that's what they're telling me. Um, you know, a little worried that these Packers guys might not know what to do, might overheat. Um, but yeah, I think they'll. They'll march in there, take care of business on their way to the playoffs. Yeah, you know, I think it's going to be a package D. They're, 
they're going to be running a track meet going up against Tyreek and going up against Waddle. I think uh, the old pack's going to have to have some firepower and offense. I think I'd plug in Watson there. Um, so let's do this now. So presumably Ben, obviously, he thinks he's going to coast. Dan, I'm assuming you, you got sinners like me pegged to win this bad boy. Oh, yeah, by at least 20. Wow, by at least 20. Okay, so now this is what I want to know. What is it about the other GM or owner that gives you confidence? Like, not not your guys' lineup. What is it about your strategy? What is it about your mental fortitude that makes you a better owner and makes you positive that you're going to win and go to the championship next week? You know, for, for me, it's just, you know, I'm, I'm here pretty much every year. You know, I'm used to this kind of pressure. Um, you know, Dan, kind of, you know, new new to this situation, you know, might tinker a little too much with that lineup. Um, you know, it'd be, you know, God forbid he put Christian Watson in there and, um, you know, one of those other guys that he takes out has a huge week. But, um, you know, I, yeah, I think, you know, just the experience that I have should really prevail here. Wow, there you go. The experience is in Ben's corner. Dan, let's hear it. Floor's yours. You know, I think my uh, my tinkering's been paying off pretty well. Um, and I just tinkered already, and I made a couple roster moves. Okay. Here we go. Let's let's refresh the screen here, folks at home. What do we have on this roster now? Whoa! Oh wait, I'm on the wrong. Also, I it refresh and brought me to my matchup against Revenge Tour, and I saw Noah Fant in the flex. I was like, "Holy fuck, Dan! I think you might be high, buddy." Really? Oh, just like that. Christian Watson is plugged in, folks, ready to rock and roll. Any thoughts about uh, Ben? That 13 points Jags D's already put up tonight. You worried that uh, Zach Wilson might throw a pick six or anything here yet? I am extremely worried. Yeah, that guy sucks. Um, <laughs> But, uh, you know, I hope they just, you know, keep running the ball, ground and pound it, you know. Um, don't give up any more sacks or anything and just cap him at that 13. Um, was not really what I was hoping to see, you know, out of that D special team spot. All right. Holy shit. Um, going to be a matchup. Going to be a matchup for the ages. I've got to make my pick here yet. Take a look at these matchups. She is. Fucking nut hair tight, boys. 140 to 139 is pretty much, I guess, 141 to 139 is essentially what it's saying with sinners like me on the favorite. Oh, you know, I'm thinking that that Gardner Minshew, is he going to have magic or is he going to fuck you? Dan, I think Gardner Minshew might end up fucking you. I think he's going to cause Dallas Goddard to struggle and on the other end though I think the Philly I think that Philly Dallas game is just not going to go your way Tony might get a little bottled up I think it's going to be tough tough tight contested battle here I think the fact that he's got Pat Mahomes on the QB1 he's going to get like a 20 plus point advantage there and that's going to be the end of the day where we'll look back at that box score we'll look back at Darren Waller being back healthy we're going to say hey quarterback and tight end the single positions is where Country Roads take Mahomes got the W. Yes, I, I respect that. I respect that. So, with the, yeah, well, we'll see. I'm mean, usually pretty much anything I say on this show is typically wrong. So, Ben, I, if I were you, I'd be nervous on it. But <laughs> I do think, I do think it's going to be like a repeat of our game last week. It's going to be tight. Yes, you're going to be freaking sweating your ass cracks off on Sunday. You're going to be trying to enjoy Christmas. You guys. Eyes. You guys got people going on those Sundays? Who do we all got? We got Aaron Jones going Sunday. And then, Dan, on your side, you've got Tyreek Hill. Okay, so you guys, I think you guys will be that watching that game. game. It'll be decided yeah. in that game. Oof, that'd be a big one. I'm, I'm hoping for a big got, uh, Monday night out of Keenan Allen. Yeah, shit. Sure. Got, oh, you guys both got, yeah, they oh, got Eckler. All right, yeah, I think you guys are watching yeah. all the way through Monday night. Get ready for it. Um, with that, let's do that. Let's project uh, the Monday night game. That's kind of shitty. Is there any great game on the slate that we want to give the folks um, some betting advice on? Let's open it up here. Uh, I mean, I think the, the best game this weekend's probably got to be that Eagles-Cowboys, right? Yeah. Eagles-Cowboys. All right. That's what we'll, that's what we'll do. I know the line shifted quite a bit, even 
before the rest of the world knew Hertz was going to be out. Tell me how that worked. How did they get that inside information so goddamn quick? That line now, though, is the Cowboys at minus four and a half. Believe it or not. And I shouldn't say believe it or not. They're a solid team. 74% of the bets are siding with the Eagles here. With an over-under of 46 and a half, we are going 68% of the public is on the over. So, minus four and a half, you got Cowboys as a favorite. Over-under 46 and a half. If you're betting with the public, you're going fly, Eagles fly, and you're going for a lot of points here, 46 and a half. What do you guys think? What's going to happen here? Let's old old Ben Statman Nielsen. You usually have your, your ear <laughs> on the ground for this kind of stuff. What's going to happen? Yeah, I don't I don't have any uh, specifics to whip out here, but you know, just thinking about how this game probably plays out. You know, I think Eagles try and you know ground and pound it. You know, limit Minshew um, from having to do too much. Um, you know, obviously the Cowboys kind of got that two headed monster running back and. May try and lean on that. So I think I think the best bet here is probably that under. Actually, you know, I'm thinking maybe like a 24-20 final score. You're sneaking by on that under. Wow. Okay. Um, Dan, what do you think? Yeah, just initial reaction. I think I would uh, also go with the under, but I will say that the the Eagles cover. Eagles cover, okay? So, under an Eagles cover. Oh, I tell you what, I agree. I think the best bet to make here, I think the easiest, most locked bet here is also the under. So, I'll go here and I'll ride with you guys on that under. But I'm going to go with Dallas Cowboys winning in a big, big way. Ten-plus points, I think. Give me the Cowboys and give me the under. Lock that in. Maybe put some money on that thing, and you can buy yourself some Lululemon sweatpants if you play the thing right, no doubt about it. I mean, with that, that concludes tonight's episode. You guys have any final passing thoughts you want to part part on the league before we, we, we say goodbye and get the hell out of here? You know, for me, I think, you know, uh, it's been a great season. Um, you know, like everyone's been pretty active, you know, great trades this year. Trade deadline was probably the wildest I've seen in my years in the uh, powerhouse league. So, um, you know, props to all the owners. Great, great being in the league with everyone. And, uh, I'll do my best to get us a redraft here in a couple of years. Oh, God. Right. Dan, floor's yours. Well, that's not going to happen, Ben, but sorry about that. Um, no, yeah, I think it is a lot of fun. Um, having everyone active trading um, and really no one besides Malcolm last week's tanking. Um, yeah, <laughs> it's a lot of fun. Uh, ben, best of luck this week, buddy. Yeah, best of luck to you as well. You've been a uh, great competitor over the years, and you know I'm, I'm glad you are able to make it this far. Uh, you're going to make me go. cry. This, <laughs> this is what – the PHFFL is all about. Good luck to both you guys. I'll be watching closely to see who gets their chance at a little piece of PHFL history and a little new hardware coming their way. With that, wish both you guys a happy holiday. Wish the loyal listeners of the Race 3 podcast and all the owners of the PHFL a happy holiday. Cheers to you guys. Cheers to the league. Cheers. It's a